Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RIPodcast.net. This is episode 567, recorded live on Saturday, August 18th, 2018. And here are your hosts, the man who is casually drinking a Baja Blast, Dave Pillay. Yellow. And the man who is holding on to the one can that is left in his fridge, Andy Lowe. Hi. Oh no, the last one. Mm-hmm. Oh, now I feel bad for taking some. You took two. Yeah. I feel bad for taking them. When I had 11 sitting in my fridge back home. Well, yes, but they were at your fridge back home, and you were still up north yes. over here. Yes, with an eight-hour drive ahead of me. Yeah. <clears throat> I'd feel less bad if I had actually drank one during the drive. Wait, you didn't? I, I may have not drank either of them during the drive itself. I had planned on it. To be clear, that's why I asked for them, was so that I would have something on the drive. We, we stopped more times than I expected, and when given the choice between, like, an ice-cold Starbucks Frappuccino and a sort of cold Baja Blast, I'm going to go with the Frappuccino. Uh, hmm, I'm debating if I would agree with you on that one or not. To each their own. It is not something you, you need to necessarily agree with, but it's that's how I approached it. I hmm. I I think I might still go with the Baja Blast. Okay. I feel like coffee to me is almost like a morning beverage. Ah coffee is, is an all day beverage for me. I usually have my, my like last cup probably around three to four somewhere around there. That's if I'm training. I'll I'll do like a three to four. If I'm if I'm teaching people, I you see the the problem is our uh, coffee at work is 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 bad. Yeah. Oh, see, we have like relatively good coffee at work. Like it's it's pretty tasty. But this is not the coffee at work. This is Starbucks. Right, like this is a, a Starbucks Frappuccino. It's not really even coffee. It's a coffee-flavored, like, milk ice drink with a little bit of coffee. But, God, well, that's the other thing is I don't do Starbucks ever. I think I actually have, well, let me look. Yeah, I still have six fifty of credit to Starbucks. Cool, you can get yourself a drink. Yeah. <laughs> a drink. Emphasis. A drink. Yep. Okay. So, you know. Yep. I have I have literally have free money to spend at Starbucks and have not yet spent it and have not yet spent it. That's that shows you where Starbucks is located on your hierarchy of coffee. Yes, it's not bad. Is there a reason? Uh, well, it's first off, it's hard to careful what you say here, Andy. It'd be hard to get in and out of okay. where the where the Starbuckses are located. Starbucks Starbuckses Starbucks I. I think the plural of Starbucks is just Starbucks. Okay, so where the Starbucks are located is uh, not convenient for me. If I was going home, it'd be convenient because it's on the one side, of the, side road. of the road. Yeah, but like I said, coffee for me is a morning beverage, so it's not easy. The uh, not beaners, big bees, big bees. What beaners became when they realized that their name was like highly offensive. <laughs> yeah. Um, they're easier to get to because they're in a they're in a shopping mall. Mm-hmm. It's like in park. You get in there, and then there's a stoplight to turn left back out onto the road. Okay, 
So that one is a lot easier to get to. So yeah, so I, I make my normally my beverage in the morning at home, and then I have like a can of Mountain Dew during the day. But yeah, even in Starbucks or, or even with Starbucks, I like coffee places, Starbucks is even lower for convenience stake than Big B's. Does that make sense? Yes. Okay. Okay. I'm sure. Sorry, I'm still drinking my morning coffee. You know what? Two o'clock in the afternoon? Yes. But you're having your morning coffee. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure you can count coffee as a morning drink, Andy, if you're having it in two. I just said that my last coffee of the day is like from three to four. Well, it's I'm still in my pajamas. <laughs> so am I. That doesn't mean anything. <laughs> Late start today? Well, uh, no, I got called into work and that snowballed. Okay, called into work and therefore you're still in pajamas? Well, no, I I quickly threw on some clothes, did work, but then my, you know, my morning routine got Wait, so you were hijacked. clothed, but because your morning I'm 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 so curious because you were clothed, but your morning routine got messed up, so you came back home and got back in pajamas to complete your morning routine. Well, I was trying to get Isaac to fall asleep. Ah, and that is easier with your pajamas. Yes. Okay. Because sometimes the way he sits, he kind of digs in and then, you know, with a belt. Yeah. Slightly painful. Ooh. Yeah. I I see uh, Kate sent me a picture when I was asking Andy, like, are are we recording? Where are you? Is everything okay? And it's Isaac, like, nestled in there. And he is he is clearly like half asleep with milk. But yes, no. At least I assume Kate sent me a picture and this isn't you sending. Well, it's from Kate. So, yeah. Kate sent me a picture. You are blocking your face perfectly with the phone. Okay, then. <laughs> now she's sending here. pictures as well. We're here and we're recording. Hi, Andy. Hello. Thank you again for uh, for letting Laura and I come and hang out with you guys for the weekend. That was good. It was a lot of fun. Out with people. Yep. Yeah. I got tons of questions from people back here like, oh, where'd you go? What was it like? What'd you do there? I'm like, well... I was at this cabin, and the property line, like, literally ends wherever Lake Michigan is. Yes. <laughs> the proper. How do you measure the size of that property? Because it changes every day. You know, I don't know. Because it literally goes to Lake Michigan, right? Yes. It's not that it extends some distance away from the cliff or away from the house. It goes to the lake. Well, especially since, you know... As you have seen over the past decade. <laughs> the property shrank. Yes. By a lot. Yes. Because the lake is much higher than it was a decade ago. Yes. Which, I mean, don't worry about that. I got you covered, man. Foxconn. We're just going to take the lake back down a little bit. <laughs> I'll get you your property back. No prob. Well, hold on. Let me look at... I looked at this recently. Lake Michigan historical levels. Yeah, the uh, Indiana DNR has had the easiest graphs of lake levels since um, 1960. Okay. Feels like it should be something you could you could graph pretty easily, like continuously. Well, you also have to... Uh, uh, the, the lake level isn't standard across all... The yeah, lake is not perfectly flat. Yeah. So, you you know, you basically just have to have your, like, six points and measure them at each time. Yeah. Yes. No, right now, June, July, uh, Lake Michigan is 580 feet above sea level. Which is the highest level since July of 1998. Yep. That's only been 20 years. Those 2.1 feet 
This is higher than the uh, two. It's just over two feet higher than the average peak from 2012 and 2013. That 2000, uh, the two feet rather, 2.13 feet is 9.9 trillion gallons of water. That's That's a lot of water. water. (laughs) Holy shit. That's a lot of water. But yeah, so um, that seawall was installed in the 80s mm-hmm. when the lake level was uh, another, it's like two feet higher. And when you started going to the cottage... It was a, a really low point. Yes, it was literally, the record low was yeah. in 2013. Which was like one of the first years, no, we'd been going there for a little bit since then, right? We've been doing this for more than five years. I'm not sure. Oh, current levels... I, d- I don't think we have how many hmm. <laughs> how many times have we done this because I this would have been we missed one year Laura and I missed one year and I'm I am so sure we've done it more than four times oh maybe I guess it was after we had moved out here mm-hmm. so at the earliest 2011 except that 2011 we wouldn't have done it because I moved out here that year so yeah, I guess 2012 or 2013 had to be the first year. Man, it just feels like we've been doing it so much more than that. Nope. Oh well. It's still a great vacation. It is. I, I think it is my favorite vacation, like every year. Yeah, it's nice to sit back and relax and not really have to worry about many things. Yeah. But yeah, no, having let's see, sixty sixty. Four. Let's see. So it was the last time the lake was as low as 2013 was back in 1964. And then the took about nine years to go from 64 up to 580 ish. It's a lot of water. Yeah. So this has happened before in the past. I just, I'm just, I'm curious to see is it a. Um, what the heck? Uh, we've been, Kate says we've been going up there since 2013. You missed the first year and last year. We missed the first year? Yeah, you, you didn't come in 2013 because the first year was just us and the Lindsleys. Oh, okay. Oh my god, Andy, 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 here. Noah has a dashboard. Yeah, but this is just by month, (laughs) so. Yeah, but it's still like, no, they have it annually. You can see the annual average from 1860 to 1917 and then 1918 to present. Ah. It just takes it a, a moment to load. Oh, there's a timeline at the bottom. Oh, my. Yeah, they've got data going back to 1860. Okay. Um, the surge has been brought on in part by unexpected spring rains and... Where's the other part here? Oh, the polar, polar vortexes. Oh, yeah. When, are limiting evaporation off the lake. Yeah, because when the lake freezes... Water can't go anywhere, and it, then it, spring rains yeah. dump even more water on it. And usually if there's a uh, freeze over the lake like that, there was also a lot of snow, which means there's a lot of runoff, which means the lake gets even higher. Yay, weather. Mm-hmm. Okay, if I turn off the monthlies, so now I can see the yearlies... Oh my god, this is, this is, I love this. Holy shit. Coordinated forecasts. Multi-decadal water level forecasts. This is just amazing. Holy crap. And it's for, uh, looks like all the Great Lakes. What do we, no, it's for every Great Lake. Oh, I see. Michigan and Huron are, are combined. Yes, because they're, they're actually one lake. Yes. So welcome to the, like, Random Access Great Lakes podcast. I swear we talk about tech and game. 
well, we're, t- you know, this is a, okay, we could hit, we could talk about, you know, the technology that's needed. When the lake levels were so low, we had to spend, I think Michigan spent $58 million dredging several harbors and other places because the lake levels were so low. That the ships couldn't get in? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, okay. <laughs> there, there is technology involved in that, but like, it's not what we, what we typically are talking. This isn't listed as a topic. No. Although I probably should put that dashboard as a topic just so other people can play with it. It's pretty cool. Noah made an HTML5 Great Lakes dashboard. OAA, right? Andy? Yeah. Okay, good. NOAA. Noah. Uh, cool. Yeah, drive back was good. Almost got into three accidents in Chicago. So, you know, record low. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. So 2013 was the lowest point, right? Okay. Looking at the chart here, evaporation has been below average since 2013, and precipitation has been above average since 2013. Yeah. So it's... <laughs> the, I mean, the lake is higher. Yeah. Yes. In but, fact, you Manistee know, suffered damage because the lake went higher. Uh, no, actually, that was a storm surge. Ah, so it came from the other direction. No, it came from it come it came from the lake. Okay, I think it was just like wind blown storm surge stuff from the lake. But since the water was already high, it you know just went higher. Yeah, yeah, much 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 higher. Mm-hmm. Okay, so yeah, did you guys have a good drive back? Yeah, it took us a little bit longer to close down the cottage than we had planned. So we got to figure out how we're going to handle that next year. Was it just because baby? Well, that and um, the uh, laundromat that we normally go to yeah. was closed. Oh, no. So now there's only one laundromat in town. The one by the post office? Yes. Aha! Go ahead. Ask me how I knew that. Because you used it? Nope. No? Because the post office is a Pokemon Go gym that we raided at on Friday. Friday or Saturday? I think Saturday. And so while standing there, I was looking around and going like, oh, there's a laundromat there and there's a church over there. And it's, so that's that's how I knew. I know exactly where that laundromat is because of Pokemon Go. Wait, you walked up that hill for Pokemon? That's not a big hill. No, but it's not small. Uh, we walked up the stairs. OK. Now that I think about it. Right next to the, the, the um, River Street, there's a stairway that takes you up to the next level. Gotcha. It's actually really cool. There's like a public restroom in the alleyway next to the staircase. Yeah. No, that was part of the uh, request when they were trying to reinvent the river, uh, the downtown area and the Riverwalk. That there'd be public restrooms? Yes. Yeah. Well, they have them. They're not great, but they have them. It's a public restroom. Right. It's, it's like um, at a visitor center driving yeah. along the highway. Like, it's not great, but it's, it's a bathroom. Mm-hmm. So it took longer because the, the one laundromat, because other reasons. Okay, well, let us know what we can do. Yeah, we'll figure it out next year. Yep. So should we actually talk about topics? I Yeah, I mean, we've got quite a few because we didn't record last week because we were on vacation last week. And yes. we don't, we, we, we've agreed to not record when we're on vacation. Things happened. Um do you want to start with the, the like valve and switch stuff or do you want to go elsewhere? Well, I have no idea. I saw that because I get the valve emails. I saw some an email about this, but I didn't pay that much attention to it. Yeah. So we can just start right up at the top of those. 
Okay. Valve has created Steam.tv. So is this... Okay, so Steam.tv, it could be either two things. It could be pointed at Twitch.tv or it could be pointed at Hulu. I mean, it's pointed at, which is to say, competing with Twitch. Okay. It's not pointing at, like, it is Twitch. It's not just a redirect to Twitch. That would be hilarious. It is a a competitor to Twitch.tv. I don't know if it will be successful like twitch is really really embedded at this point i think it's going to come down to the idea of valve wants a platform for broadcasting dota 2 and they want the control of the platform i could see it makes sense that's my guess that i that's what i am thinking is like the reason behind all of this but like twitch is already there they have the infrastructure they've got everything set up why do you need to compete with them? Like, but then again, not too long ago, Twitch started selling games. We talked about that, remember? Yeah. So like Twitch was taking on Valve before Valve was taking on Twitch. Maybe this is just a like a counter. Maybe this was a look, you're eating our lunch. So we're going to go and start stealing some of yours. I this just seems so weird. Why would you make that decision? Like, why would? So here's the thing, though. And this leads into the next topic. Steam is a fantastic online marketplace. Like, for video games, it is the online marketplace. Yeah, it, it's the golden standard. When you, if you were to go and make your own online marketplace, you would model it after Steam. You would be compared to Steam. That's what it's, and, and, good old games yeah. has been that, you know. You'd, the, you'd 100% be compared to Steam. Yeah. Like, Steam is the thing. But that's all it is. It's not a a great like social network. It's not a, it's not a chat program. Like there is chat built into it, but it's not great chat. Yeah, no, it's not good. So yeah, other programs have have stepped in to fill that gap. That's where Discord comes in. That's where uh, Teamspeak comes in, or or Ventrilo, or Mumble, or whatever other voice chat you're using. Like Steam has voice chat built in. But it's not great. It's not fantastic. And so now Valve is looking at that and they're saying, like, well, we, we are getting we're losing eyeballs, right, where people are leaving Steam for other things. And so what can we do to bring them back? What can we do to make sure that they're part of the Steam environment? And so now they've improved their chat. They've improved their audio. They are now doing streaming because that's a thing. Streaming is is what's going on right now. It's just. Oh, like, absolutely. Yep. I mean, I like a, a non-insignificant portion of my free time has been going to watching people play video games. Now, okay, so I'm trying to figure this out because my assistant does this as well. It's like, okay, what's the... Is it just the, the personality of the person who's playing the game that draws you in? It can be. In? It can be. Uh, it's the personality or the skill... Uh, or the kind of game that they play and their their reactions to it. So, for instance, I watch... Um, there's two people that I, I've been watching a lot of, like... I don't watch them live, to be clear. I could, but then I have to sync up my schedule with theirs. But they both post all of their videos to YouTube as well. And so I, I watch the recordings of them, which are, I, I think, perhaps better. It's a different experience, 
uh, because they're edited. The videos that they post to YouTube are the edited content. So it's just like the best of, or they'll speed up the slow sections. And so I watch people play Super Mario Maker and see some of the really crazy levels that they have there and some of the cool things that they do. Uh, but one of them, for instance, I was watching play a different game, and he was playing the game Undertale. Have you seen or or watched any Undertale? Nope. Do you know any of the spoilers for Undertale? Nope. Are you ever going to play this game? I have never heard of this game before in my life. Holy crap. So now I'm torn, because I I kind of want you to play this game, but you also don't have time to play games. No, no I don't. You also, yeah. So... I guess, like, huge spoiler warning for anyone who is like Andy. And if you if you have the time and you have not yet played this game or watched someone play this game, you should probably go play this game. This was one of the top-rated games, like, two years ago. Are you sure you've met Undertale, right? It's, it's RPG, you go around, it's kind of like a bullet hell. Nope, nothing? Nothing. All right. So the, the whole thing about the game is it's, it's structured like an RPG, right? You, you are in this place, you are doing these things, and there are enemies, there are monsters, and they actually are called monsters that you are fighting. And it's a fight. And when you kill them, you kill them. But later, as you, as you progress through the first playthrough of the game, it's a game all about subverting expectations and subverting the tropes of video gaming. So like as you play through, you realize that you're killing the monsters. They never did anything to you. They aren't aggressive. They're just named monsters. You are killing them. You are murdering them. And so, like, the game is there to make you feel like an asshole. <laughs> and as you realize later, like, as you get to the very end of the game, it's like, oh, LV, that wasn't your level. That was your level of violence. XP, EXP, is not experience points. It's extermination points. You are a terrible person. Uh-huh. And so it's I'm I'm watching someone play through this who's never played through it before. He's he's in the same position you are, where like he's never played the game, he's stayed away from all the spoilers, he doesn't know anything about it. And it's just a really, really funny game. It's very well designed. The whole game written by like one person, Toby Fox. He did a fantastic job on the art and the music and the story and and, and just all the little subversions and all the little tricks and it's just so incredible you can spare all of the enemies you can get through the game without killing anyone but as one character about like halfway through the game posts she says like you killed them all you didn't have to you killed them because it was easy you killed them because they were in your way huh yeah it's a fantastic game and if you don't have the time to play it then i might recommend watching this person play it because He's going through it. You can pause it whenever. You don't need to watch it continuously. He speeds up through certain sections where there's nothing really happening. And you don't get to make the choices, but you get to see the consequences of those choices. And the commentary is pretty good, too. Gotcha. The music is fantastic. All right. End spoiler section. I suppose you could, like, insert a jump ahead X number of minutes. Nope. Nope. That it's hard enough sucks. just doing the podcast, editing the, getting the podcast up during the week. Okay. Anyway, so you you were asking about um, streamers and why watch streamers. Yes. Uh, I think some of it is like, well, it, it falls into esports in general, right? Why watch esports, which falls into why watch sports. True. Okay, so that makes sense. Why do you watch baseball? 
Because you're watching people supposedly at the top of their game competing against each other. Yep. Well, these are people who have dedicated significantly more time to improving themselves at video gaming than you or I have. Many of them are considered to be the best there are. Okay. So that's what I got. Um, And so now evidently I get to watch it on yet another platform. Steam? I guess so. A Steam stream? It'll be interesting to see what happens because, like, I know that Twitch and YouTube have contracts with some of these streamers and that they, they, like, can't use the other service. So now we're just fragmenting the service again. Yep. It's, well, I was about to say, it's as if the NFL put, like, restrictions on which channels could broadcast their games. Oh, wait. (laughs) Oh, okay. Well, I guess I know where those contracts came from. And then now, you know, there's also the NFL Network, which, you know, carries some games, which, heck, you could see all the Dota 2 games on Steam.tv. Yep. Oh. So, yeah, that's that's most of the stuff on Steam. Just like the, the whole industry. So Twitch was a streaming channel that now sells games. Discord was a chat utility that now sells games. Steam was a store that now has an improved chat functionality and now streams games. I'm waiting for Discord to start streaming games. It's probably coming. Well, it's already a chat platform, so it's, it, you're literally halfway there. Yep, and they've got video. Yeah, so I, I, can, I can actually pivot out of this topic. Okay. Because we're talking about streaming, right? Yeah. Well, streaming TV shows and movies is basically Netflix. It's yes. one of the major players, yeah? Yes, Netflix, Hulu, um, that's probably HBO, I guess, maybe Amazon. I was going to say, Waley, you're, you're not, you're not picking Amazon I'm, up off I'm, of that. Come on, give me a break. It's, I'm trying. It's Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon are the big three. Yeah. Well, Netflix is now playing ads. No. Now it's not as, it's. Are you done yet? Yeah. Okay, thank you. (laughs) It's not as bad as that, it seems. Because, so what happens is, after you are, you're in the middle of binge watching a series, right? Mm Mm-hmm. And you know how when it ends, it says, oh, hey, your next episode is going to start, and, you know, it has a little countdown? Yeah. Well, during that time... Um, person said that as the episode ended, I got a screen saying more, you know, more of the show up next. Then the title card slid off the screen and it continued with, but first check out a Netflix series and started playing the trailer for it while he was in that, you know, waiting still for counting down. Yeah. So it's what TV used to do, right? They'd shrink the credit screen. That's what they still do. What do you mean they used to do? I, I don't, I don't watch TV, I guess. So like, <laughs> I guess they still do it. I just never see it because I don't I don't have TV anymore. Yes. So yes, it would basically be like that where while the credits are rolling, you would shrink down and be like, hey, you know, instead of, you know, on the next episode, sometimes, yeah, it's like, oh, starting on Monday, it's this new series starring this. So yes, so there are now Netflix is very 
adamant that this is just a test. Yeah. I and, mean, you know, the idea Netflix of is this test good. is to basically, uh, we are testing whether surfacing recommendations between episodes helps members discover stories that they will enjoy faster. Yeah, that that's not a surprise. Yeah, no. The reasoning like, comes from its latest decision to add autoplaying videos complete with unmutable audio while browsing through the Netflix content on the app. Okay, that's not cool. I'd rather have, like, the credits, but wait, check this out, than unmutable ads during... No, no, that's that's browsing. on the app. So if you open up your Netflix app and you're part of this thing here, and you start scrolling through videos on the app, yeah, and you pause somewhere you'll get a little video pop-up that you can't mute. Yeah, I don't want that. That would turn me off from using the app. Yeah, I, I don't use the app anymore either, so I wonder if that's the case right now. Hold on, I've got the app on my phone. Let's see what happens. Okay. No, it's not doing it for me. No, maybe it's still in the testing and rollout phase. Maybe. Hmm. It's like, come on, I want my. <laughs> I want to get angry at this app, but it's not letting me get angry at it. <laughs> oh, you poor thing. Hey, what a surprise. Netflix thinks I would like the new Dark Knight trilogy. Really? What a surprise. It thinks you like Batman. <laughs> Netflix thinks I like Batman. What? Maybe Netflix has you, like, pegged as a nerd. Well, I, I do remember, not not too long ago, a certain someone complaining about Netflix's recommendations. Well, now they're actually starting to work, now that I'm actually, you know, going through the a Actively list. flagging things. Yes. Yeah, it's amazing what happens if you give a company data. They uh, give it to the Republicans? Yeah, and probably to the Democrats, too. Oh, of course. Of course. But yeah, so yes, Netflix right now is testing out playing ads between their TV shows, between episodes of their shows. Now, is it only during binging of Netflix shows? Yes. So, like, um, just Actually, jumps. no, no, no. Okay. According to somebody on Reddit... Because uh, Better Call Saul is now on there. Yeah. Uh, ads for Better Call Saul appeared between episodes of Rick and Morty. Neither of which is in Netflix property. No. Rick and Morty is on Netflix? Huh. Well, there goes my afternoon. <laughs> uh, Nintendo has a little bit of news. News which which may or may not interest you. I'm not sure. Probably not. But maybe. The Switch continues to expand and continues to add new things. And there's a new company signing on with the Switch to produce games for it. Blizzard. So what, is there going to be, like, WoW no, on the Switch? but there will be Diablo 3 on the Switch. Okay. And he's like, yeah, whatever. Uh, but... <laughs> So, so think about this. This is the first Blizzard game on a Nintendo device in, like, 15 years? What was the last one? StarCraft 64? Oh. <laughs> I think. Ugh. What, what was the ugh? StarCraft 64. Oh, my gosh. That's. Did you play it? I, I, I've, I've watched videos. Uh-huh. <laughs> I never had a 64, so I couldn't play it. Right. There's another game that Blizzard has, Andy, that has already been ported to a number of other devices and already supports cross-platform play. Which is? Andy, what Blizzard game do you play the most of? Hearthstone. How difficult do you think it would be to put Hearthstone on the Switch? 
a touchscreen device. Oh, the Switch is a touchscreen? Yep. And the they already have a UI for mobile devices. So that's that's a possibility. Just putting that one out there. Yeah, you'd have to modify the mobile UI, but I can see it working. So even more... Now, the, the interesting piece to all this is, is which game they chose to bring to the Switch, Diablo 3. That is not a very Nintendo game. No, no, it's not. Like, when you think of Nintendo... You think of you primary think, colors, you think you, of Pikmin, you, you think of Mario. Yeah, do you think of the Lord of, like, Sin and the, the Lord of Terror and Fear? The Prime Evils? Heaven and Hell? I don't know. Zelda was... Well, no, Zelda is even still cartoony. Uh, some of them are. Twilight Princess was pretty gritty. It wasn't very cartoony. But Breath of the Wild? Moved back towards cartoony. All right, here we go. On the uh, Nintendo official game store, the top Switch sellers are... Mario Odyssey. Yeah. Zelda Breath of the Wild. Yeah, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe, Mario Tennis Aces, uh, Splatoon 2, Minecraft, Dead Cells, and Overcooked 2? Yes, I'm, I've been meaning to pick up Overcooked. Is that it's an alligator in a chef's hat? Yeah, maybe. It's it's you and, like, three other people running a kitchen, and so you go around and you, like, prep food. Yes, but it's this, like this It's kitchen, like Cooking Mama, but multiplayer. It, this kitchen is floating in the air. So? I don't see what your problem is. Alligator chefs, kitchens floating in the air. Did you watch Ratatouille? Did you have a problem with a rat being a chef? This kitchen is on a turntable. So? This kitchen... These are ridiculous kitchens. Andy, I don't know if you get the concept of a video game. (laughs) You do know that StarCraft is like a bunch of aliens, right? Like, they don't actually exist. Yes, but I'm not watching a Zergling trying to mise en place. Mise en place? No, but wouldn't that be friggin' hilarious? If it were provided, would you watch that? I don't know, maybe. Right! <laughs> um, so anyway, why are you reading the, the top sellers? Just to point out that like this is not a Nintendo-style game? Yes. Okay. Right. I mean, what's next? Dark Souls on the Switch? jeez. Oh, <laughs> Actually, hang on. Uh, Dark Souls is coming to the Switch. <laughs> Dark Souls Remastered, October 19th. Uh-huh. So, Nintendo's, like, reaching out. Nintendo's doing some very interesting work right now. They are, they are like, pulling in people they would not normally ask. Oh, wow. Huh. Oh, uh, there's an Amazon Prime deal going on right now for a 50-inch 4K Ultra HD smart TV with built-in fi- uh, Amazon Fire. That's... Really impressive. For four hundred bucks. No, three fifty right now actually. Okay. That's pretty cheap. Mm-hmm. Three hundred and fifty bucks for a fifty inch TV. What the frick? Uh probably because it's got the fire built in. Where do you see this? I don't see it on my Amazon stuff. Sorry, I had a, I was looking at my topic about Amazon here, about Amazon taking on TiVo, and that was one of the things there. But yeah, no, Amazon is trying to take on TiVo by a device called Frank. Amazon Frank? I guess so. DVR for the streaming era. Yes. But why? What well, what will Frank let you do? Frank will let you 
TiVo things and be able to stream it to your smartphone. Okay. And then also we'll probably have a Fire TV built in so you could stream stuff from that box to your TV. Um, okay, so this is taking live TV and letting me stream it, right? Well, record it like a TV. Record it and then stream it. So it's like a sling box. Yes, but then also has okay. built-in streaming. So by that, I'm guessing Amazon Prime Video or Amazon Video. Yeah, currently Fire TV uses stream live content via the Amazon Channels service, which includes programming from providers like HBO, but the box can't store video locally. Mm. Yeah, I don't know about this one. I, DVRs right now seem very passe. Yeah, it just, <coughs> it just doesn't seem like the right time for it anymore. Google is also planning on opening a retail store in Chicago. Yeah, saw that. Not going to go anywhere. Don't worry. All right. <laughs> this, is, this is their second attempt? Third attempt? It's really hard when, you know, they have everybody else building their hardware for them. Yep. Um, NVIDIA. Yes, which part of which they, topic? Your topic or well, my topic? They they just had their sales call, which is, or not sales call, their, their quarterly call, which is why these two topics came up. Um. Although it's it's interesting about, I haven't actually looked at what their price is, their stocks are. Um, We can do yours first. Right. So NVIDIA was all about, you know, oh, people are buying our cards for cryptocurrency. This is going to be great. We're going to get so much money from people buying our cards for the cryptocurrency. Yeah. Well, they expected, you know cryptocurrency revenues to be in the hundred million last quarter it was 18 million yeah now that said that was them reducing their expectation like they knew it was collapsing they knew it was already falling they just didn't realize how much yeah so now they have said that cryptocurrency makes a negligible contribution going forward yeah (laughs) thank god and the rest of us are so happy Oh my God, about damn time. At this time, we consider it to be immaterial for the second half of the year. That's fine. So they'll they'll change their expectations and yep. they'll reset the, the stocks. That's cool. Oh man, yeah, their stock took a pretty sizable hit because of that. I assume this was Thursday afternoon. Uh, yes, because this was posted on Friday morning. Yeah, so Friday their stock was like way lower. Still $245 a share. Jesus Christ. Stocks are expensive. Could be like Tesla. What's Tesla at 900 something? Oh, God. Tesla is, no, it's 300, like, sorry. Uh, but Tesla is, is in an interesting place because yes. of something that happened over the week. <laughs> Elon Musk tweeted, and I, I didn't know that you could do this. Um, and I think he's actually under investigation by the SEC. Because it's kind of like manipulating stock prices. Yeah, that's why he's under, because you're not supposed to do this. Yeah, he was like, I think I might take Tesla private. (laughs) The stock jumped 50 points. Not only, but no, but he said he would take it private at a certain price. Yeah, it's like, I'm going to, I'm going to sell, I'm going to buy all Tesla stock at this price and I have funding to do so. You're not supposed to say that. No. Like, you're really not supposed to do that. That's not good. So, <laughs> yeah. And then on, uh, what was it, uh, Thursday into Friday, the New York Times interviewed Elon Musk. Oh, poor guy. <laughs> and according to everybody, it was an excruciating interview. Yep. So after the release of the interview, stocks went down even more. 
Man, time to pick up Tesla stock at three hundred. <clears throat> if you have three hundred dollars just sitting around, and you could possibly, you know, ah, uh, okay, maybe. I don't know. I haven't looked at my bank account in a little bit. I should probably do that. I have no idea how much money I have. Well, the thing is, I know how. Like, I don't know exactly how much money I have. I know I have enough money. Yeah. Like to survive, so I, I haven't really been concerned about that i want to get your opinion on something i know this is not one of the topics Uh oh yeah um but the was it the white house was talking to the sec to see yes it's not the white house that did it let's be clear this was deck this was donald trump who is taking advantage of his position of power and saying I think we should change how this regulation works. I feel like, you know, the bully pulpit was coined under what, Teddy Roosevelt? Yes. I feel like Donald Trump has taken it to the next level. Yes. Okay. So Donald Trump says he wants to take quarterly reporting and make it what? Biannual or semi-annual, one or the other. Okay. Whichever one means twice a year. So goes to six months rather than every three? Yeah. No, I mean, there... I am not an economics expert or a a psychology expert or like humans are terrible at long-term planning. Yes. Oh my we, God. Yes. We pay attention to the short term. And I, I work in a private company. And one of the reasons we talk about being a private company and maintaining that private um, aspect of the company is the the tyranny of the quarter that because we're private and we don't need to disclose quarterly that we don't need to be beholden to shareholders we can focus on longer term projects we can spend money and not have to worry about oh no the stocks are going down at the same time the regulation exists for a reason yes how much you know damage can company enron-esque do if nobody's paying attention to them for six months. That's the question. Yeah. Right? Now, that said, like Enron, they faked their financials. True. So that didn't even matter if it was six months, three months, two years. No one did, did matter. They were fucking faking their money. And if I'm wrong, then I'm, I'm expecting a, a text message from Aaron. Um, <laughs> yes, I know. As soon as he hears this, it's going to be like. Type, 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 type. But I, I have very mixed feelings on it. On the one hand, I do feel that the market reacts far too strongly to quarterly reports. On the other hand, I do not want to see. So here's the here's the, the root of the problem. The root of the problem is companies are beholden to the shareholders. And that whether that's good or not is, is a totally different topic. Whether or not like companies should be beholden to shareholders or should have other priorities like their workers and their well-beings. But as long as they're beholden to the shareholders, like, yeah, I guess this this needs to happen. Like, I, uh, I'm not an economist. I don't know. I don't know. Don't ask. Don't ask me. I literally do not know. Is, is that enough of an answer? Yes. If you want someone to come on and talk about it, find me an economist. <laughs> Andy, what I need you to do is... See if I still have Hans on speed dial. Yep. Or if Hans has anyone that you'd recommend to talk about this. Oh, I don't have him in my phone book. What? Nope, oh, nope, never mind. Never way, mind, there he is. Did, did you see, by the way, that I'm, I'm trying to get us guests again? I did see that. I didn't think you'd mind, but if you do, let me know. All right. 
I also felt bad for just like taking free shit from these people. Well, we are going to talk about it. Yeah, I've I've got my review lined up for next week already. Ah, okay. Speaking of which, we is there anything else you want to hit on the list before we? Uh... Oh God, is it that time already? Uh... Oh, fun thing, e- the EU. Yeah. Uh, created a resolution. Actually, accepted a resolution to combat planned obsolescence. Yay! The problem is they don't actually have a definition of what planned obsolescence is. Ooh! It's like the conversation I had at work yesterday. How do you define a salad? But they are, um, they accepted a resolution to lengthen consumer goods and software's longevity, including developing a system to track the aging process. It also wants longer warranty periods and criteria to measure a product's strength. And each and every device should have a mention of its minimal life expectancy and that they are also requiring devices to be easier to repair. Batteries and other components should be freely accessible for replacement unless safety dictates otherwise. Replaceable batteries are coming back. Yay. But yeah, no, that's the favorite part. It's like, all right, we're going to fight planned obsolescence. First step, what the... Define planned obsolescence. Yes. What the hell does that mean? Yep. Yep, 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 yep. Uh, The other thing that I was going to talk about with T... Not T-Mobile, with NVIDIA. The other letter and name. Okay. Uh, NVIDIA is, is... expected to reveal their new series of cards next week. Hmm. Don't know what that's going to do. Don't know what it's going to be, but they are expected to do it. We'll see if they've made even more strides in the realm of graphics processing. They're crazy there, man. They are just nuts at how much power they're packing into these chips. Don't know what to tell you. Fun fact, though, was uh, I now, um, Ajit Pai was at the MAB conference up in Mackinac. Yeah. So it's like, you know, I now have people who are like, I'm what, two degrees away from Ajit Pai? You you know people who know Ajit Pai? Yeah. Or have met Ajit Pai. Okay. That's a weird thing to just be like, oh, I recognize that guy. Yep. Very strange feeling. And then he turns around and leaves the next day to go to the Senate hearing grills him which on was the a joke. fake DDoS attack. Yeah, which was a joke. Like, the the entire hearing was a joke. Well, of course, because the Senate majority is... Yeah. yeah. Don't need to rehash that. Mm-hmm. Okay. Randoms? Yes. Random review. review. It's my turn this week. I am reviewing... Where the heck did I put that book? It was just here a second ago. Ah. Did, ah. did, it, did it escape? The Yes. It, it did not escape. Okay. But it is called The Escape Book. By Ivan Tapia. So it's sort of like, you know, the uh, choose your own adventure books where, you know, you you read for a bit and then you get, you know, a section where it's like, okay, you know, turn to this page and, you know, you turn to the page and you continue the story. Okay. Uh, the pro- the the difference is the fact that instead of just telling you to turn to whatever page, um, you have to solve a puzzle first in order to find out what the answer is to turn to the correct page. Okay. So it's an escape room in a book. You read a little bit of the story, you do a puzzle. You read a little bit of the story, you do a puzzle. And it works you through the book that way. So it it, it was interesting. Okay. Some of the uh some of the puzzles were good. Uh some of them were not good. Like there's literally a puzzle in here where I think you're technically supposed to tear out Oh no. A page. That's not good. You could go copy the page. 
Well, that's what I did is I, I found another sheet of paper and I copied the page exactly. And then I folded that one and I'm like, oh, okay, that's what we're supposed to do. Yeah. It, it, that's an interesting premise. Um, three and a half stars, though. Yeah, because uh, some of the puzzles are just bad. Like Some of the puzzles aren't technically accurate. Yeah. Which makes them difficult to solve. <clears throat> and uh, some of the later puzzles, you know, you, you kind of read the, the, the story and some, you know, you're hoping that, you know, the clues to the puzzle are going to be yeah. in the story. Yeah. But... Some of the later puzzles are just like you're looking at it going, what the frack? What am I supposed to do with, you know, like what, what, there, there's no clues to where you're even supposed to begin with the puzzle. So not a great escape room. No, it, the, the, it's, it's always those puzzles where you're like, oh, you know, in retrospect, sure, that should make sense. But, you know, if you're going in blind, you're like, where the hell do I even, and they have hints in the back, but it's just like, you know, you don't want to use the hints. Yeah. But it's like, okay, you know, th- you, you're, you use a puzzle scheme that's supposedly supposed to make sense. And, you know, the character in the book figures it out and does it. And you're like, well, there's no internal monologue in the book that tells you what the person is thinking. And it's just like, okay, this is... But Andy, don't you just know what she's thinking? No. Oh, well, that makes it harder. Yeah, so it was an interesting premise. Story was okay. Had to deal with economics. Okay. And some of the puzzle, some of the puzzles were good. Some of them were just like this. This makes no sense. You know why? Why are we even doing that? And I love the uh, the penultimate puzzle, second to last one. Literally gives you four page numbers as possible answers. And uh, I kind of, I, I kind of, I hate to say it, metagamed the book a bit. Okay. Because I knew, you know, some of the puzzle answers, because the book is only, uh, let's see, the last actual page of the actual book before you get to the hints section is 140 pages. So I mm-hmm. knew the answer to the puzzle had to be somewhere between 000 and 140. <laughs> we're, we're telling me there was only one that was between that range. No, no that's, that's, the, that's the number of pages of the book. Yeah. I'm saying tell me only one answer was between that range. Uh, no, there was more answers between that range, but, okay, you know, that was the first bit was like, oh, I know they all have to be three digits. And this one that gives you the four possible answers is near the end of the book. So you've already been traveling through this book. So you kind of have an idea where things are. So I'm looking at these, you know, possible answers going, well, wait a second, that, you know, that was during the middle of a chapter. So was that one. So was that one. So it's like, oh, there's only one possible answer. I don't even know what the heck the puzzle was. You just metagamed. Maybe that was the puzzle. The puzzle was was meta. I don't know. But yeah, some of this stuff was just like, ah. That's... And looking on some of the, the Amazon reviews for it, yeah, people are like, this is great, this is not great. Yeah. But some people I'm surprised that you, you didn't review the Escape Room board game. Or is that next time? That's next time. Okay. But yeah, so I want I, I finished the book first, so I wanted to review the book. So it's it's a neat idea. People are telling me that there's better ones out there on the Amazon reviews and some of the other escape room forums. So I'll have to take a look at those. I think there's one called like Journal Twenty Nine, I think, that has sixty three riddles to solve in the book. And uh, the Librarian's Almanac is also a good one, which I guess at one point you actually have to tear the book apart. <gasps> oh, oh, that hurts. Yeah, that's not cool. Well, these it's it's kind of like the uh, legacy board games. It's you know, you you get one chance. You get one shot. Have fun. 
So yeah, so the 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 escape book, neat idea. Yeah, but there are probably better versions of it out there. I'll let you know once I actually, you know, I'll put up a couple of these on my Christmas wish list and see if somebody gets them for me. We'll go from there. So, random topic. Yes. Which? What is one of the top things on your bucket list? Huh. One of the top things on your bucket list. What do I want to do? Top thing on my bucket list. Not not the top thing, but one of the top things. Okay, one of the top things. Discover immortality. <laughs> oh, you meant realistic. Yes. Well, it, it doesn't actually say realistic. No. Um, I don't know. I, I really don't. I'm not sure I like the idea of a bucket list. No? It doesn't sit well with me. I'm like, these are the things I want to do before I die. Like, I want to do things. I want to enjoy life. That is the top of my bucket list. There there are not specific things where if I didn't get around to them, I'd be like, oh man, my life was incomplete. So there's nothing on you to be like, man, I really would love to do this at least once. I mean, there's tons of things, but it, it's not things where like, I don't like the idea that if I don't do them, that I would be disappointed with my life. And to me, that's that's the essence of a bucket list, right? It's these things are so important that if if you don't do them, you have you've lost your opportunity. That's a bit dark. I'm just seeing these as kind of like a bonus XP. <laughs> the side quests. The side quests. What are the side quests of your life? It'll be like, you know, if I don't get to them, eh, if I do, that's awesome. Okay. That sort of stuff. That's so I, I vote then we, we rename bucket list to side quests. What are your side quests, Sandy? What would you like to do? Oh, I don't. At some point, I would like to spend some quality time in Great Britain. Yeah. So not, you know, like England, Scotland, Ireland, Wales. Wales. Yeah, the, the whole. North Ireland. The whole, Northern Ireland. The North, yeah, Northern Ireland, too. I don't know if I actually have any relatives that would be. Because, I, I, you know, I'm, I'm a slight genealogy buff. Right. You like to know where your family's from. Yeah. So yeah, the the time in, you know, it'd be, it'd be nice to spend some time over there just to see what it's like. Okay. See, for me, like the things that come to mind, I've actually already done. And I don't know if that's just a lack of imagination or a lack of creativity. Like, I want to go to England. I've done that. I want to go to Italy. I've done that. I want to go to Israel. I've done that. I want to have good friends. I have amazing friends. I want to host uh, events for my friends and spend time with, I do that. We had second Thanksgiving for 11 years in a row, two years without it. Sorry about that. Um, yeah. Um, like I go to Manistee every year. I get to see you guys. I want to, I want to watch the next generation grow and try and make the world a better place for them. And getting to do that with Isaac, with Dawn, with Nadia, I own a home like side quest complete. I'm preparing for retirement. Yeah, even even calling them side quests. I still don't know if I, I like the idea of a bucket list. How long would you want to spend in England or <sighs> the UK? Well, that's the thing there is, you know, if I'm over there, it's like the, the main cost will be the cost to travel over there, I think, right? Well, unless you're staying in London. Well, no, I'm not going to stay in <laughs> London. Are you crazy? I'm not made then, of gold. Then yes, the main cost is just the travel. I mean, traveling or traveling around England is not that hard. It's getting to England. Yes. So in like now I'm just curious. Hold on, I'm going to go to a Google Maps and just see how long how long the drive is from South England to North England. Just curious. Yeah. Do 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 Google Google. There we go. Oh, Google Maps is curved. Oh, that's freaky. Yeah, they added that. That's a new change. Yes. Okay. So if I'm driving from Brighton to 
Well, let's hop on the north side. Try to remember. Screw it. Let's drive all the way to Glasgow. Glasgow. There we go. It's an eight-hour drive from Brighton to Glasgow. Mm-hmm. Like that's 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 not that far. No, I mean England is is not a large country. No, no, it's not physically. Um, I I guess like start saving vacation days for 2021. Well, that's the other thing, though, is the fact that, okay, you know, wherever we go now, I got to bring Isaac with us. So it's... Yes. Yes-ish. I mean, you, you can. Right now, yes. He's he's very young. But, like, in a couple years, in three more years, feasibly, there are people you could leave him with. Yeah, but I, would I want to, though? That's the real question, right? Like, do you, do you want to bring him on this sort of experience? You know, I liked it when my parents brought us to Sweden. That was nice. Mm-hmm. How old were you? I was uh, high school, sophomore so year. Just, just to be a, like clear, there's a big difference between traveling when you're four or six yeah. than when you're like seventeen. Yes, true. So there are a lot of books out there about traveling and a lot of a lot of experiences about traveling with kids. Uh, something you might want to think about, but like you know, 2021, I get my sabbatical. 2020. Three is when I'd take the second half, and so I, I promised the first half to Beth and Bry. So, Andy, can you wait seven years? Who says I can't just or go on my own? Not seven years, five and a half years. Well, because if, if you go with me in five and a half years, then your plane ticket is free. Oh, well, that's 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 a good that's that's if you were making a pro and con list, right? <laughs> like you are welcome to go on your own in the next five and a half years but if if we go to i have to double check with england because i've been to england and it's to a place that you haven't gone to before but like well remember okay. what i just said on on my side quest list is to like have good friends spend time with friends do things with friends the question so, then becomes does wales and scotland count right like is scotland part of england no but it's part of the united kingdom so i need to check with the find the loopholes well is it countries it's not a loophole it's go to a country you've never been to before well there you go that's scotland scotland is considered a separate country but it's also considered part of the united kingdom which is a country no well yes it's a country made up of countries okay so then go to northern ireland which is also a country made up of countries no no well no it's a country in the united kingdom no republic of ireland is separate from the united kingdom ireland is yes you said northern ireland i got them flipped in my head ireland is its own country and i could definitely go to ireland i could also go to like sweden because i've never been to sweden so I, i i need to check i need to find out but like that could be a thing if you wait five and a half years well i'm not going anywhere right now that's for certain yep Five and a half years? I mean, he'd be six and a half. I guess the real question at that point is, would he have a younger sibling? I have no idea. All right. I'm, I'm not asking you to, like, decide that right now. I'm yes, just he pointing must decide out that, that right now. Right now, Andy. Right now. No. God, no. <laughs> Forget you. I'm more worried about, like, Kate's reaction to that. <laughs> Especially because she listens to this thing, so. True. Kate, I'm not asking for that information. I'm not I'm just pointing out. It's something to know beforehand. Not asking. Okay, are we good? Yes, I feel like that's 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 a wrap. Okay. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at... RA Podcast, or send us an email at mail at rapodcast.net. 
thank you for listening. 